welcome back to Troubleshooting Agile. Hi there, Jeffrey. Hi, Squirrel. So, Squirrel, uh, recently you used this phrase, which you said, make sure you're playing rugby, not chess. And I was both baffled and intrigued. <laughs> and you promised to tell more about it. So what, what is it? What is this idea of playing rugby, not chess? Well, first of all, I should give credit where it's due. Uh, it's uh, something I stole from a chap uh, I just spent a good part of this week with. Uh, his name's Alan Weiss. And he has lots of very good ideas on being a great consultant and how to work with uh, buyers and powerful people to uh, do great things for them. And uh, it, lots of places, but we'll put a particular citation in the in the show notes. He says that it's a very important thing when you're selling, and I'd say it's very important in many circumstances, to play emotional rugby rather than intellectual chess. And what that means is uh, if, if you show up Jeffrey and you say, Squirrel, uh, I have 17 arguments why you should lose weight. And here are the really great things that will happen to you. Uh, here are the ways it will benefit you. Uh, here's um, pictures of people who uh, got fat and the, the bad diseases that they got. Um, these are all really good intellectual arguments for losing weight. Uh, I am unlikely to lose weight as a result of this intellectual chess <laughs> that you're playing with me. But uh, if you make an emotional appeal to me, you talk about how I will be more attractive or I will be um, uh, feel better in the morning or I will uh, sleep better or something like that. If you talk to me about emotional results that I might have, uh, then uh, uh, then I will be receptive to the intellectual arguments. will be receptive to ideas about how I might lose weight. So uh, uh, the argument that Weiss makes is in many of these circumstances where you'd like somebody to do something, or you'd like to discuss something and, and move someone in a particular direction, uh, it can be great to be emotional rather than intellectual. Hmm. I, you know, it, as you describe it, it, it reminds me of other types of similar advice, uh, which are sort of, you know, begin with the end in mind or, you know, having people identify with the outcome. You know, it's sort of it, when you describe that, the kind of emotional arguments sort of start with like, think about how great it'll be when you're there and you're kind of envisioning that future. And so remember the Simon Sinek start with why seems like similar advice, which is make the make sure people connect with the why before you start getting into the how. Is, is that kind of the right direction? Uh, right direction. I think we, you and I would go further in our book. We actually argued with Sinek and we said, um, uh, <laughs> hey, hang on. You shouldn't start with why you should start earlier. You should start with trust and removing fear, which are even more emotional issues. Those are even more um, rugby so I, I think uh, I would say, I think you'd agree with me that uh, you should start with uh, the, the deepest emotional issues. That's where to go. Although, of course, it's most painful. Yeah. The, the, as you're describing it, it I see very much how this is um, going to be effective. That And you used a phrase also um, when we were talking about this, and you just said it's like sometimes conversation benefit from less precision. You know, that mm. <laughs> playing chess is this very precise uh, um uh, time and, th and there's a time and place for that, but it's it's probably later after you've kind of gotten people going the, the basically the right direction. I mean, if, if you're going to build a self-driving car, please do really, really think hard about all the things <laughs> that could go wrong and, um, you know, wh whether it should steer left or right if it sees a child in the road. You know, be, be very precise and careful and play chess with that. But <laughs> when you're talking to people about whether that would be a good idea or whether you should build the car in one way or another, or you should try it in this city or another city, those are the things that might benefit from uh, an emotional approach first so that people are interested in whatever it is you're, interested, you're working on. They share their emotions about it. They tell you how they feel about it. 
that's going to be a much more successful way to approach the um, the problem. You come to the intellectual side later when you're you're building the safety critical part of your system. It seems that this is very going to be very counterintuitive uh, advice to some of our audience, people who are involved in software development. A lot of developers, programmers, think of themselves, pride themselves on being intellectual people first um, before emotional. And they would say, but you know, no, our, our, my job, my, my self-identity is about thinking things precisely through. And are you saying that shouldn't we want the best argument to win? Are you, is this snake oil that you're selling? Isn't this like putting power in the hands of uh, <laughs> frauds as opposed to people who can actually think through the problems? What, what, would, what would be your response to that? So, so uh, and I just want to underline what I was just saying as the response to that. You're going to get to the intellectual part. You're going to get to designing and figuring out the details and working out all the things that the computer needs to know in order to provide the service, the results, the, the product, the report that it's going to create for the user. At some point, you're going to need to do those things and deal with all the weird edge cases. But that's not the place to start. Yes. Because what we so often do, and it's because dealing with computers, we think this way, is we start with that intellectual argument. We start by saying, here are all the 17 reasons this would be good. The problem is you're dealing with humans. Uh, I have a, <laughs> a, a person I was just chatting to, a CEO of a, a company in, in the States, and, and he said, um, you, you know, Squirrel, you talk about how you can apply a lot of things from computer science to managing people, and that's true. You just have to remember that you're dealing with a quantum computer. And you can't <laughs> always tell the position and the momentum at the same time. It does unpredictable things. You know, sometimes a virtual particle shows up. So uh, that's the sort of thing you have to expect when you're dealing with humans. And no surprise, humans are different from computers. Right. I think that when you describe that, what it brought to mind is many memories of being in conversations with developers and development teams where there's a dispute going on at a pretty micro level uh, um, when at the initiation of the project. And uh, this idea of like, look, let's make sure we're... we're um, aligned on the bigger pieces first before we start arguing about, you know, the exact architecture or <laughs> the, the API design or storage medium and th those kind of things. Maybe we should make sure that we're, we're aligned on the big pieces first before we start arguing uh, the smaller pieces. That, that certainly has something I've suffered through in the past. So I think about troubleshooting um, problem, problems on teams. That's what I've seen. And so what you're telling me now is next to my field that that's happening, I can I can pull this out. Maybe, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> it sounds like you guys are arguing chess positions. <laughs> Let's talk rugby exactly. for a minute. Yep. And um, the, the same client shared with me an email. I'm not going to read the email out, but I'll just give you kind of the outline of it. It was an email from a customer. It just had these two elements really nicely in it. It arrived just before we started recording this podcast. The customer starts by saying, hey, I wanted you to build feature X. And, and I don't have any evidence that I could use in court to prove that we agreed you'd build feature X, but um, uh, you know, I've looked around and here's some pieces of paper that seem to suggest we were gonna do it. And now you're telling me you, that the new system won't support it. Um, you know, what happened is I had trust in you and I believed that you were gonna build feature X. And um, now I'm finding out that um, even though you are building the new system for us, you don't feel like building feature X. And, and I think that's a real trust issue for us. I thought that was a, a, a typical type of email that you often get from customers if they're thoughtful. And I thought this person had articulated it really well, rather than just kind of screaming, build feature X, is yeah. often what you hear. Um, this person had separated the chess part. Well, you know, in a court of law, I probably couldn't prove you have to build feature X. Right. But I have a trust issue with you now, and that's an emotional issue. If you were to respond by, with the 17 reasons why feature X is a dumb idea, 
you are not going to get anywhere with that customer. That, that's right. <laughs> that's I really like that idea. It's, it's a great example where going intellectual would be exactly the wrong the, the wrong lane. It's actually it's sort of like you know a, I, can, I had this image in my head of a of a chess person you know having their chessboard sitting in front of a rugby player. <laughs> it's like they're just not going to you know they just kick the kick the board over. <laughs> you you brought the you brought the wrong uh, the wrong game here. It's so. not going to work. Although I will tell you about something entertaining before we close, which is that there's a new sport that's come out, which is uh, chess boxing. Um, <laughs> you, you, you box for a round with your, your opponent, and then you play chess for, with them for five minutes, and then you go back to the boxing. So you can either try to knock your opponent out and make them so silly they can't play chess, or you can try to beat them over the board and try to run away from them in the ring. So um, <laughs> that does work in chess boxing. I don't think it's going to work out so well in um, uh, dealing with customers in trying to build new software and trying to build trust with people you're working with. <laughs> it's probably not a good idea to be altering like that, but I think maybe that's what we are. I feel like that's what we are saying is, you know, for your for your project, getting people aligned, getting people's buy-in, you start with the rugby, and then and then it's like, okay, we've all had, you know, we've all had that rugby experience together. Now let's move on to the chessboard while we, you know, finish out the final details. Let's get the details right at that point. That sounds exactly right. Well, if listeners are interested in playing rugby or playing chess or chess boxing, uh, or if they'd like to argue with us or give us examples, those are where our best examples and ideas and, and thoughts come from, is, is from our listeners. So if you'd like to do that, uh, get in touch with us on agileconversations.com. There you will find our email and our Twitter and my phone number and like lots of stuff you can use, uh, as well as free videos, uh, free resources and stuff. We know some of the links are broken. We are working on that. So apologies. Uh, just write to us if you have trouble getting to anything. And uh, we'd uh, love to hear from you there. The other way to keep in touch with us, of course, is to come back next Wednesday when we'll have another episode of Troubleshooting Agile. Thanks, Jeffrey. Thanks, Grohl.